Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Paul's Pod. This is a podcast I made because I'm bored and really have nothing else to do. It's just going to be about what I like to talk about and hopefully you'll like to hear about it. Uh, I'm not really sure what I'm doing, assuming this is my first ever thing ever, Uh, but I hope it goes well and bear with me as I... uh, take the time and we learn what the hell is going on with this whole thing. Uh, Today I'm just going to talk about Avatar Studios announcement, episode 8 of WandaVision, and maybe anything else I decide to talk about. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to be. Hopefully it's just going to be like an hour. Uh, But thank you for listening. If you are, stay tuned for more episodes and... Subscribe or whatever, wherever you find your podcast. Okay, so to start off, recently, Paramount Plus, the best new streaming service of all time, uh, <laughs> has announced that they will be making an Avatar Studios thing, which is basically just more Avatar. Uh, if you, you don't know, I don't know why I said if you don't know, you don't know because this is the first one. But I am uh, kind of a a big fan of Avatar for many, many years. It's tied with my my best show of all time, in my opinion, of course. I don't want to force my opinion on you. Uh, And I am uh, intrigued by this announcement. First thing they announced was that they're making a feature-length animated movie, which I am very apprehensive about, because I don't know if... Avatar can work in a movie, per se. I don't know exactly how they're doing it. I don't know if it's another Avatar, or if it's going to be like a continuation of Korra or Aang's story. I would personally like to see uh, a Korra movie. That would be cool, like after season four. I know they have comics, and they could adapt those, but I don't really see the need for them to adapt them, because they're already pretty good in comic form. Same with the Avatar comics. I would be interested in them maybe doing a Kyoshi adaptation, like Rise and Shadow of Kyoshi. But I I don't know. I don't see them doing that, at least for a while. Uh, what's good about this, though, is that Brike, Brian and uh, Mike are back. They left the Netflix show for creative differences or some stuff like that it was kind of unclear uh mostly because they have to keep all the stuff about the netflix show under wraps and while we're here i just want to have a little mini rant on the netflix show for avatar so first thing is like a while back uh when it was first announced in like i think 2017 or 18 i was very scared for it um it's not like I, I wasn't excited. I was, but I've seen how, you know, live-action Avatar has turned out in the past and wasn't great. Uh, in fact, some would say my least favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So I'm very scared, especially with Netflix, because I like a, a decent amount of Netflix shows, but overall, they they do seem to be having a they they seem to have a very specific formula that they that they stick to and it feels like they're just looking for their next big show because Stranger Things is probably coming to an end soon and that's like their biggest one right now. I guess technically that Bridgerton show is is, is bigger now. Even though let's be honest, Netflix just lies about their viewership things. You have to watch for like twenty minutes of the entire show or something. Something crazy like that. And if you, yeah, it's, it's stupid. Anyways, uh, about the Avatar thing, yeah, I've heard rumors, many, many rumors. I've kept up with the production of this show, trying to see anything I can to make me feel, you know, not scared. And everything that I've heard has made me feel very scared. The first thing I heard, like, a long time ago is that they wanted blood and gore and sex and drugs, which is, um, I don't, I don't think that's needed. I really don't. It's it's a kid's show. I mean, I get that the families watch it. And I, I am a family. Uh, and that everybody can watch it. But 
at the at the core, you're supposed to be able to watch it if you are, you know, a child. And I'll be honest, I don't know if seeing Azula getting, you know, I don't know if that's going to be something that the children want to watch, or more specifically, will be able to watch. Uh, and this, these rumors were, you know, I took them with a grain of salt, because they weren't confirmed. But seeming as what Netflix likes to do with things, I wouldn't have been surprised if that was true. And now with the recent news that they're trying to make Katara older, it just puts me in a place where I'm thinking, what are you going to do to Katara that requires her to be older? She's, they said they wanted her to be 16, which is usually Sokka's age. But why do you want this girl to be 16? Uh, if I were a betting man, it would be, be because you want to cast an adult woman and just make them have sex, which I don't know if I'm okay with, especially because Aang is 12. So, I mean, that pretty much kills Katang, uh, Katara and Aang, which I am a, a big fan of, you know. I respect Zutara, but not particularly my thing. I don't see them as much of a romantic couple. But uh, if you put Katara as, an, as like 16 and cast an adult, I could very much see them putting her and Zuko together. Like, without a doubt. And obviously, like I said, I wouldn't be into that, but I know a lot of people who do love Zutara, and they, if they got to see that in some form of canon, I'm sure they'd be very, very happy. Um, I just, I don't think it needs to happen this way. I don't want that. I really don't. And it scares me. And don't make Sokka younger. That, like, takes away half of the... Re He's supposed to be older. That's, that's, like, an essential part of his character. And I don't know why you have the need to do this. And, like, I get that they're kind of unfounded rumors. They do not come from a reliable source at all. But just seeing what Netflix has done in the past... And what a lot of studios do, I wouldn't be surprised if this is true, especially because Breck walked away, and there would have to be some reason for them to walk away. And I feel like making Katara and Zuko have sex all over the place would probably be a good reason. You know? <laughs> it kind of... It, it, it scares me. It scares me so much. Then again, if this show ever comes out, which at this point being in development for three years without a single piece of casting, and it barely has a showrunner. I think they appointed a new showrunner, which seems to not actually... He, they seem to be a pretty cool person, but... Yeah, I don't know when this show is ever coming out. Uh, remember when it was supposed to come out in November of, like, 2020? That didn't happen. And I don't even... I think they did location scouting, or at least... Breck was involved with location scouting a while ago. But then again, they're not even involved with the show. So they might have thrown all of that out. And if they were trying to keep some of Breck's vision in t intact, that may have had an effect on the story. And if Breck leaves, then they're just going to be like, all right, we can do whatever we want. So I'm not nearly as excited as I was for that show, but I'll probably watch it when it comes out. If it's good, I'll watch it on Netflix. If it's not good, then I will maybe watch it through other means. Take that as you will. Uh, but back to the Paramount Plus thing, they said they're just going to do, I think they said multitudes of media or mediums that they're going to be creating content in, which probably means comics as they've already done books as they've already done animated shows and maybe some well yeah animated movies we already know but maybe some uh live action movies or shows that aren't bad uh <laughs> maybe some listening to this maybe a podcast starring avatar characters or something there's a, a deep world uh to be explored and i hope they they do that I don't necessarily think we have to start, like, after Korra or Aang. There's a lot of stuff before that, which would also be cool. Like, Kuruk or uh, Roku or any of those people. That would be cool to see. I would personally like to see the one, like, whoever came after Wan. Just because to be the second Avatar. I feel like that would be an interesting story to tell. 
and especially in the world that they left Juan in, like at the end of the beginning's episodes, that seems like a world that would be very interesting to see. Then again, we'll probably never see that because they want to make 14 Kyoshi things. Uh, no, Kyoshi's fine, but like I feel like people are a lot more into her than I am. I read the books. They're actually really good. Uh, but I, I, I mean, I think we've seen enough of Kyoshi. We got like two books, which are, I know, not seasons, like actual books. Uh, but I feel like that's most of the important stuff that I would want to have seen. Uh, yeah, I do still want to see more Korra just because that show, like I watched it when it came out, that show was screwed up so much. I was in fits of rage a majority of the time watching it. Just because, well, no, I, I love the show, but just because of the things that Nickelodeon was doing at the time, where, uh, it, yeah, it was an interesting time to be a Korra fan in, like, 2013, um, because they just, and I remember when they switched it to Nickelodeon.com only, I was like, what are y'all doing? It, it was, it's messed up. If you don't know the story about that, I could maybe make a episode about it one day, or you can just look it up, honestly. It's not that hard to find out that stuff. Um, yeah. I miss that show a lot. And yeah, season five, or just more Korosami stuff, because I like uh, Korosami a decent amount. I don't think we got, obviously, enough. Um, and like other characters that aren't Korosami, like I would like to see more of Jinora, because that is an interesting character to me that I don't think we got to see enough of. She got, like, a sort of a spotlight in season three and four. But then, at some points, they just kind of forget about her. And then bringing in Kai, which I like Kai enough. But I never saw enough of him to make me, like, actively care. And I want to see more airbenders and everything. Like, the rest of the world. I feel like there's just a lot more to be said about Korra. And please, don't do season villains. I get what you were doing, and I get why you needed to do that, but I don't necessarily like the every season there's a new villain thing. I feel like it, it exhausts me a lot more. Like, when I go back and watch Korra again, season one is, is fresh and everything. It feels great. Season two is not that good, so it feels like that. Season three is good again, but it's the third villain of the show at this point, at least a third major villain, and I'm just like, calm down, and then season four happens, and by Kuvira, by the way, I was just, I was just like, all right, another one, we, let's, let's get through this, uh, and that's a weird feeling, especially because I, I like all those seasons, but I was also just exhausted watching them, it's another, it's a similar complaint that I have with the CW Arrowverse shows, which is just, why do you need to, to get rid of a villain, or at least use a villain every single season? It's like, why? Like, I don't understand what the need to have season arcs are. Just give me a full series of, like, one villain, or just a ton of villains. Not Freak of the Week, though. Oh my gosh, I hate that as well. But I'm, I'm tangenting. It, that's... I'm sorry. So, to continue on, yeah, I'm just, or I guess to wrap up, I'm excited to see what it's going to come from this in the next couple of years. I feel like I'm going to have to get Paramount Plus now, even though that is pretty much the only thing I'm interested in. But to be honest, like, if they just made an Avatar streaming service, I'd probably sign up. This is coming from somebody who uh, was subscribed to DC Universe. So that shows you how, how valuable my dollar is. Rest in peace, DC Universe, DC Infinite or whatever is is fine enough. I'm sure. Uh, I don't have that anymore. Uh, because I was just like, well, it's just comics. I can just buy them, other places. Anyway, <laughs> um, with more Avatar stuff. I'm very scared that it's going to become a Star Wars thing where it's just so much that I am going to get, like, just exhausted and angry at it. I mean, Mandalorian is good, 
but that's one out of like 30 different projects they've done and I don't want that to happen with Avatar. Uh, we already started getting oversaturated when we got a movie and that was the second project they'd ever made. So I'm, I'm scared because if we have the comics coming out and the movie and the Netflix show and probably more shows and probably more books, that could be a lot. And as somebody who is destined to read or watch or experience every single piece of media in that universe, which I've done a pretty good job of so far, especially being poor as I am, uh, that's a, that seems very overwhelming to me. But I'll see what I can do to uh, watch all of it or whatever. Also, I want more video games because I played the three old Avatar video games on, like, the Wii and stuff from the original run, and I played some of the Korra game, not a lot, because I'll be honest, it's both good and not good. I liked that it was an original story, which is why I played it for the most part, but also it was kind of bad, so I didn't play all of it. Um, but I want more video games. Like, give me a Batman Arkham or, like, Jedi Fallen Order this is showing my uh, gaming tendencies. I like open world, fighty, punch people up, and then progress with the narrative kind of games. And if you give me one of those with Avatar, where I just become the Avatar and I have a team, and, oh, if you let me, like, choose who I want to be my master, who, who is on my team, or anything like that, I will freak out and sink hundreds of hours into that game. Um, or if, God forbid, I get to customize myself as an avatar, I don't know what I'll do. Um, I doubt that would happen, though, seeing as how avatar is, so that would be fine if you just let me pick a pre-existing or a new avatar. Uh, I guess you can't choose masters, technically, because that would change the canon, but my heart uh, still wants that. I'll be honest with you. Just take it out of canon if you want. I don't even care. I just want to be able to choose who I want. Give me a Sims game, but Avatar themed. I'd, I'd die. I, yeah. That's, that's all I think I'd, I'd want. Um, and I'm sure, oh, they're making a TTRPG, which, listen, I know they're, they're obviously probably somewhat great. Not a big fan of RPGs, not whatsoever, especially TTRPGs. I have almost no interest in playing them. I will probably play this one because it's Avatar. I tried Smite, which is probably in terms of games that I've wanted to play, the very bottom of that list for infinitesimal times. But I played that for like a month just because the Avatar was on the Battle Pass or whatever. Uh, I didn't get the characters, by the way, because you had to play for, like, at least for somebody who's never played the game and doesn't want to play the game, a ridiculous amount of time, or you could just pay a ridiculous amount of money, and I'm poor, so I'm not going to do that, really. I just, I don't like RPGs. I have nothing else to say, but I'll play this one. Because it seems like it's little. I mean, I don't. I play DC Universe Online because I'm a DC fan. I don't even know what I was doing there. I don't play MMOs really at all. But I I played. For how much I I again don't like MMOs and wasn't even really a big fan of that game. I played like, two hundred hours or something in it, which. I mean, is not that much in the grand scheme of things, but. I, that was over the span of, like, a month. Uh, so I feel like that was a decent amount of play. Uh, and it was also, like, many years ago now. I have not played that game in a while. I really just liked doing character customization because that's I just like making superheroes. There was an old game in, like, 2007 on the Marvel Kids website where you got to create a, your own superhero out of like a, it was like a, I don't know, it, this is, sounds stupid, but like a, 
like one of those dress-up games, but it was a superhero, and you could make powers and everything. I used to play that game, like, a lot. Like, most people, you would play that maybe once or twice, create a couple characters. I would have entire folders on my computer just stored of superheroes I created and, like, poses they were in and everything. That game, I don't know where to find it now. I've tried so much. And the closest thing I can get to is a, uh, quite frankly, shitty remake-ish version that was made, like, four years ago. Uh, it's not the same. I do not recommend it if you find it online. Um, I don't know why I just spoke about that, but I did. Okay? I, I needed happy memories of my childhood. Back to Avatar. <laughs> After, uh, whatever I just did. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna stop talking about it because, I don't know, I've said pretty much all I want to say for now. When we get more information, uh, I'll say more. But until then, let's move on to WandaVision. So, it's been a couple days. I'm recording this on a Monday. I don't know if it's coming out on a Monday. I would hope it is, but I don't know. A couple days ago now, WandaVision episode 8 came out, and it was an interesting one. It's Most people that I see online are like, this was so sad, and it was kind of sad. <laughs> I'm not heartless, I swear. I just wasn't getting all of it, especially because stuff that happened while I was watching the episode, but that's a whole different... Uh, fuck. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. In terms of the episode itself, I, I liked it. I've liked all the episodes of the show, believe it or not. Scarlet Witch is, like, my number one and number two favorite character in the MCU. Even before this show, I'm not a, I'm not a normie. I don't only like people that are main characters in the movies. I've liked her for a while. And when this show was first announced, I was extremely happy because that's all I've been wanting for a while. And uh, watching this show so far... While I loved it, it was not exactly what I had been wanting because I wanted to see, like, actual Scarlet Witch doing things and being a character, and it's mostly just been her as a sitcom, which, again, I like, but it's not what I wanted. This episode is more of what I originally wanted, which is learning more about Scarlet Witch and, and Wanda and her doing actual things, and for the love of all God in every universe... We finally got them, after six years since Age of Ultron, saying the words Scarlet Witch. And I, f I, I was pretty sure Agatha was going to say it when she was, like, floating or whatever, talking about her powers or whatever. But then when, they, when, when she uttered the words, oh my gosh, I was in a pure state of euphoria. It was, I was just like, they finally did it. And if you remember in the episode, if you've seen it, if you haven't, spoilers, whoopsie. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you've seen the episode when she's in the lab getting her powers, or I guess technically now amplifying her powers, and she sees the vision, no pun intended, of the Scarlet Witch costume, I was flipping out. I was... I have been wanting them to just make her actual cos comic costume for so long. The closest we got was episode 6, when she did, like, a Walmart version of it. And honestly, I was like, I'm fine with that, because I expect so little from you in terms of suits that I will just I will let it slide if this is the most I ever get. But we see a tease of it again, and I'm like, all right. At one one part of me is like, yes, we're going to see it. And the other part of me is, is like, this is the MCU. They are me. Uh, also, Kevin Feige, just speaking of MCU being me, Kevin Feige, or wherever I saw this on the news, I think Kevin Smith talked about it and Mark Martin, but they're hacks now. I mean, no, no, no joke. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I love them. But... Who said that the last three episodes of this were going to be an hour long? Because I was hype as all hell. And then I looked last week and I saw I saw it say that it was 37 minutes. And I was like, huh? 
did, when did an hour become 37 minutes? And I was like, you know what? Lost in translation, I'm sure. Uh, the last two episodes are definitely going to be an hour long and not just 30 minutes like the rest of them because the credits for the show are like eight minutes long, which is annoying. Um, and then I checked this episode's length and it was like 48 minutes. So I was like, yo, that's not an hour either. If this last episode is not an hour, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I thought we had three hours to tell the rest of the story. We instead have like two, maybe. And that's kind of annoying. But it annoys me very much. I, I don't know how they are going to sum up all of the stuff that they have been setting up. Uh, and I I don't think they will because this is the MCU and they have 18 different other movies and TV shows that you need to watch in order to get the full story. So, and that's something I was scared about with the MCU going into TV because TV, you need to be able to tell over 10 episodes or 9 episodes, you should be able to tell your full story. If you're giving me 9 episodes of setting up stuff so that for the next like 6 years... You can tell the rest of that story. I'm sorry, there, there are cars zooming past at an alarming rate. I don't know why there are so many right now. Uh, but if you have like 10 or 9 episodes of setting up stuff, I don't want the next 5 years of my life being what's going to happen. Just tell your story in those 9 episodes, or at least the majority of it. Because think about, oh, let me just finish my costume thought, whatever I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see it. I mean, I feel like they would maybe put it in the last episode, like episode 9. But at the same time, I have no hope that they will give me what I want. So, I, I'm reserving my expectations for now. Okay, uh, but, yeah, finishing the story and everything. Think about all the stuff that they still have left to to do. They have Monica, which they just left us on a cliffhanger there and didn't do anything. Uh, Monica with her new powers, which I don't like Monica so much at the moment. And I'll get into that in a little bit. They have to defeat Andor, turn around, like, uh, redeem, Andor kill, Andor heroize, Andor leave us on a cliffhanger with Ag Agatha. Uh, and also, on a side note, okay, I'll, I'll, no, I'll say it in a second. They also have to do whatever they're doing with Vision now, either killing him off or another theory that I have. They have to set up whatever they're doing with Wanda. They have to tie up Billy and Tommy. Uh, they have to tie up whatever Hayward is doing. They have to set Darcy on the path to be in other movies. They have to greenlight the Jimmy Woo show. Sorry, that was... That's not something they have to do. It's just something they should do and uh, will do unless they want to. Well, I won't say anything legally uh, threatening to them, but I will come for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, they have to do all of that in one more episode. Not to mention Pietro, whatever they're doing with that, which I will also get to when I do my list of WandaVision rants. Uh, yeah, they have to do all of that in one episode, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. I know that Spider-Man, kind of, but especially Doctor Strange are going to tie into this. How much are you going to tie into it, though? Because uh, I don't know if you can do all the stuff that you need to do. Especially with the introduction of White Vision and everything. I don't know what's going on, but it's crazy. So, for this next section, I'm going to go into rants. Which is basically, I am going to uh, talk about all of my worries and angers and things that I had about the episode. Starting off with the first one. Well, no. I'll try to do them in order of, of what's getting me the angiest. Uh, angriest number one. Number from least angry to most angry. Tommy and Billy. What are y'all doing? I thought you were going to age them up to the, they were teenagers so they could be part of the Young Avengers, Speed and Wiccan. 
they're still kids. At this point, don't re like don't age them up or recast them, even though you're probably going to. Just keep the kids because I've grown attached to them, obviously, over the past couple episodes. And honestly, if you if you want a young Avengers team, depending on when that movie comes out and how long you want them to stay around, casting like twelve year olds might be the best choice you have. If you want, like, think about this. If you want them to stay around for as long as Robert Downey Jr. did, they would be like in their twenties by the time they would leave. Which that's crazy to think about, but I think might be what they're looking for. Second, I like the actors, the actors that play Tommy and Billy. Pretty good child actors. Not to mention, I follow them on Instagram. And all of their posts are really cute. They're just like hanging out on set and be having fun. And it would make me sad if you recast them. So this is a public service announcement to not do that. Um, but I don't know what they're going to do with them in the future. Because there's still a lot that they need to, I feel, set up. If you want me to make me care about them completely. Or not care about them. I care about them. But like... What is their reason for still being here if they are here? Because we learn that they are most likely not real and just magic made by Wanda. Um, but what does that mean? Will they be able to come out of the hex at some point? If not, what was the point of putting me through seeing uh, Wiccan and Speed if you were just going to take them away from me before they even got to do anything? I don't get what the cruelty, I don't get what you what you get from that. But, you know, respect where respect is due, and it's not due for you. Um, but that's, I guess that's all I have to say on Tommy and Billy for now. Until next episode, I'll probably have a lot more to say, seeming on what they do, like, depending on what they do. Uh, so I'll just move on to the next thing. Monica Rambeau. I started off liking Monica a lot. You know, I... Just to give you some context, don't like Captain Marvel, the movie, like at all. I don't like Captain Marvel, the character, really at all. I think Brie Larson is a somewhat good actress in things that I've seen her in, uh, not in that movie. I think she's a good person and everything, but I don't like that movie, and I don't like her character. So I was very scared to see how they were going to handle Monica. But when she came onto the show, I was like, wow, you're better than Captain Marvel. And you've been on the show for 20 minutes. And even the 20 minutes were over the course of like three episodes. And you were technically not even the character that you were. But then she stopped being Geraldine and she turned into Monica. And I was like, okay, okay, interesting. I don't know, but interesting. Uh, some of the things she was doing, trying to go back into the hex. Or going back into the hex in the first place. I was like, that's kind of stupid. But accidents happen in the first one. The second time she tried to go back in, I was like, well, I I think that's dumb. I don't know why you were trying to go back in there. Uh, but you know what? You, you had a, a goal. You were curious. So I get why, you know. Then the third time happened. Which is uh, in episode 7. When she breaks into the hex. First of all, to the first of all, the science person or whatever, I cannot remember the name of the oh aerospace engineer or whatever. To have that not be a Fantastic Four character made me angry, but it's something I'm willing to live with because it was high expectations, even though they confirmed that there's going to be a Fantastic Four movie out in, like, two years, so that's kind of stupid, but, uh, anyways. But then do have it be a character that we don't know. I can also forgive, because I understand you, you don't want to just put in characters that we know are characters from the comics at all times, but then you had the gall to bring out this car. This car that immediately made me think, yo, this is the Fantastic Four car, the Fantastic car, or whatever, and I was like, this is a, a deep thing, but I'm down for it if you're going to put a Fanta. And then they didn't. And then she rammed into the wall, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of angry at you for wanting to go in there a third time or whatever. 
but I'm going to let it slide because your bosses told you you had to. But then when the vehicle gets thrown out and destroyed and you almost get sucked in and everybody's like, oh, we're so glad we saved you. That was a waste of money, but at least you're safe. For you to have the audacity to run in there again, that's where I lost respect. You lost my respect. You did. Uh, not only is it risking your life when you don't really need to, because what is drawing you there? You just want to see because you're a nosy little Nancy? I don't understand that. Uh, second thing, it's stupid because you just saw the car get destroyed and now you're like, hey, I want that to happen to me. <laughs> Third, you've already been in there. You said it was like agonizing grief and pain and you want that again are you masochist are you a masochist I, I have to ask because I worry so she goes in and I'm like oh she's gonna get messed up or pushed out or something because you know that's how things work uh, if a car cannot get through a human probably cannot but then she's like, first of all, I'm going to take off my suit, which makes me even less likely to survive this. But then she just kind of walks through. Like she's like, oh, I'm seeing Nick Fury and Captain Marvel talk to me. And this is character development, which I was like, whoa, 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 uh, And the CG on that was like, for a very high-budget show, I was like, whoa, whoa, this is either very stylized or very bad. And I'm not really sure which one it is at the moment. Uh, it was very cheesy. I was not really into it. I'm gonna, I was hating on it. I, 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 I hated it. I really did. Uh, it made me get angry at the character. It made me get angry at the show. And I really don't want to do that. Uh, but she kind of just walked through like, she was like, uh, uh, oh, don't take that out of context. She walked through, and then she was just in the thing. And not only was she in the thing, she her clothes didn't change at all. Which, I don't think that's how that works either. Uh, especially because the last time she went in there, her clothes did change. But, to bring up that fact, she is a human. I get that she gets powers, but she does not have powers yet. Uh... Like, what does that mean? And that maybe it's because her radiation had already partially made her superpowered from going back and forth a couple times. But you didn't say that. You didn't explain that at all to me, the viewer. So am I just supposed to infer that she had enough power to get through based off of sheer, sheer willpower or something? Well, she's not a Green Lantern. I don't think she should be able to do that. But, yeah, okay, I get it, I get it, stupid show, not stupid show, stupid person, gonna do stupid things, and that's just something you gotta deal with. And her getting powers from coming in, I'm okay with enough, but also, that's magic inside of there, so how much of it is real, why would you not just make it when she comes out? What is the point, really, of giving her powers to go in, except for that she doesn't immediately get absolutely murdered by Wanda? Um, but also, why did people, other people that have come out, or I guess nobody else has come out. Okay, never mind, that's fine. But people will come out of there at some point, and it's, I think, fairly clear now that they're not going to set up mutants, at least not this way. So what is, what's going to happen to the people that, that, that come out? normally now uh will she just take off the hex and like all of their mind control will go away if so and like all the radiation will go away if so wouldn't that i feel like it would somewhat affect uh monica's powers but they probably won't address that which is fine enough i guess it's it's kind of stupid but i'll let it go and then monica was like uh, I'm gonna go talk to Wanda, even though she just wants to be left the fuck alone. And, like, she has a 
town. I get that. Uh, I'll get to that in a little bit. But, like, I don't really care that she has a town on a hostage. Um, as we learn later in this episode, it didn't look like the people were very happy, which is interesting. Uh, but Monica's like, I'm gonna go talk to the- I'm not even gonna go stealth. I'm just gonna go up to this woman. I don't even know if I have powers yet, technically. I'm just gonna go up to her and, uh, just talk to her. Because that's definitely gonna work, and that definitely happened last time. And she's like, I, do, I don't understand why you think that would work. And it doesn't work. Uh, you get blasted away, and if you didn't have powers, you would either be dead or thrown out again. Uh, so I don't know what- you, your plan was there? Like, how did you know that you would get powers from that? Because if not, you'd just be splattered against the wall dead. Which I'd be fine with at this point. <laughs> but then she, she fights Wanda, or doesn't fight Wanda. She just, like, lands, and it's like, I'm cool. And then she talks to Wanda, and Wanda's like, yo, nah. And then Agatha comes and is like, get out of here. Which, I'm going to just say this. Even though it wasn't, that felt extremely racist. I felt like that was like a total Karen moment. And it, it wasn't. But it, it, it was like, whoa, what are they doing here exactly? Um, but anyways, she just walks off. Okay, what's the plan? And also Vision and uh, Darcy just aren't in episode 8. Which... Okay. Uh, but other than that, yeah, that's, I guess that's why I don't like what Monica did. Or Monica's character. She got her powers in kind of a stupid way. She's kind of being stupid in general. Uh, and I'm just not, I'm not vibing with it, I'll be honest. Uh, next thing on my rant list, and the thing that's got me the most angry is Pietro. Now, just thinking about what I'm gonna say is getting me fuming. Let me just try to start this off. When I first saw Pietro, I was happy. I, I really was. I was like, they did it. They finally did it, and they did it well. And for the first time, I felt complete. You know, I felt whole. And for them to squander the potential of that burns me deep to my core. And it just solidifies the fact that the MCU will never give you, give me, really, what I want. I've been burned so many times before. And like they say, fool me once. Shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. So I guess the shame is on me. Uh, because if you don't know, there was a little film called Spider-Man Far From Home that came out about two years ago. Crazy that that statement is like almost true. Uh, but that came out and in all the trailers, they showed Mysterio coming from the multiverse and I was like, hell yeah, you've toyed with it before, but you're finally doing it. You're finally, okay, you're finally doing the, the multiverse in the MCU. DC is already doing it, and they're, they're doing it well. So I'm happy to see MCU do take a stab at it. <sighs> I later to find out when I was in the theater watching that movie, he's not really from the multiverse. He's just a kooky VFX guy. And, um... To say I was disappointed would be an understatement. I was in pain. Uh, because if you, if you don't know, the MCU, and like, if you're just looking at the movies that have come out now, and you're just watching them, you wouldn't know this. But if you follow the development and what people say, the MCU just has a history of just lying to people. They lied about Mysterio being in the in the multiverse, which I get that he did as well. But I just it rings wrong to me. And even then, if you even if you take that out, my other biggest 
like example of this is a little film called Avengers Endgame. It's an indie one. You may not have heard of it. One of the, the smaller Marvel movies. Many years before that movie came out, people were speculating the title of the fourth Avengers film. And Avengers Endgame was one of the titles that, that, that was speculated. The Russo brothers, the directors of the movie, said no. They said, no, that is not the title of the movie, among other titles. Flash forward several months to a year later, they revealed that the title of the movie is Avengers Endgame. What? What? That that one hurts a lot because it's like, why would you lie to me like that? And I get that you need to keep some secrets, but if you're bad enough at keeping a secret that everybody knows, what's the point of the secret? Uh, slight wink at a Star Trek Into Darkness. Everybody knew it was Khan. But, like, why do, why do you make a mystery if I can figure it out and then tell you the answer to the mystery and then you just tell me no? You're not creating a genuine mystery. You're just lying to people. So when you said that in Far From Home, it hurt me, but I was like, it's fine. Then they announced Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I was like, oh, yeah. Multiverse in the title. Not even in the trailer. It's in the title. They can't lie to me now. And then Sam Raimi was confirmed as the director. And I was like, oh, yeah. Multiverse. Sam Raimi made Spider-Man movies. This has got to be it. And then Spider-Verse rumors came out. And I was like, okay. Multiverse. Here we go. So when I saw Pietro and WandaVision, I was like, hell Yes, we are getting the multiverse. And then episode six came out and I was like, well, they're not really explaining much of this. And they're acting like it's the Age of Ultron Pietro. What's going on? Especially when you cast the same actor from the X-Men movies, cast the same Spanish dub actor from the X-Men movies, and on the audio description of the episode, you say that it's Pietro from the X-Men films. If it was not Pietro from the X-Men films, why did you say that? Audio description on Disney+. Plus. But I digress. Technically, but also not. Um, so, episode 6 came out, and I was like, they didn't really explain this a lot, and now he's just knocked out in the cornfield. And then in episode 7, at the end, they revealed that he was being mind-controlled. And I was like, so he wasn't real? And you just cast Evan Peters as the same character for nothing? What way? I was, I, I was having a bad time with it. I, have, I filmed reactions for like 7, 8, and I'm going to do 9 as well. And I think episode 6 as well. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever release those, but I did film them. So you could possibly one day see my genuine reaction to that moment but I was kind of uh kind of angry you know and by kind of I mean very angry but I was like all right there's still more that can be revealed about this I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go overboard just yet and then especially because in the after credits we saw Pedro again so I was like okay so he's not completely fake he was just being mind controlled at the time and then in this episode they say that he was just completely made up by one by uh, Agatha, and doesn't exist. And then I was like, "Oh no, this isn't the multiverse. This is nothing." And you debated me again, uh, and I'm angry. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm I'm really angry. You did it again, and I'm I'm not happy about it. Uh, and at that moment, I wanted to go through the screen and choke Agatha out and kill her. Um, yeah, it really grinds my gears that they keep messing with me, uh, in this, in this particular way, keep messing with me. So does that mean Pietro is just gone? Because, you know, we kind of saw him at the end credits of episode eight, I mean, of episode seven, 
And uh, now just to know that he's made up by Wan by Agatha, what does that mean for episode nine? Are we not going to see him again? I feel like we should see him again, seeing as we saw him at the end of episode seven, and we're not going to get any any like explanation for that happening. Like, is it just going to be Agatha controlling him, and how is Agatha being able to control Wanda, or at least bind Wanda at the same time that Peter is talking to? Monica, what does that mean? What does that even mean? What is the body there? Like, is it a body that she possessed? Or is it just a being that she made out of pure energy? Because if she can do that, then why is she getting at Wanda for doing the same thing? It kind of doesn't make any sense. And if it is a normal body, then that's just the normal body of a person who can do super speed and looks like uh, Pietro from the X-Men movies. So what does that mean? And will he be able to come out of that hex? I would assume not. But if he can, then that would be pretty cool because then at least we could have some form of uh, Pietro. But I'm sorry, I just hit you with some super sonic speed. Uh, but I'm just, I'm angered. So that's what's coming out of me. But yeah, I just, I don't know what to think anymore. And I, that might be what they want me to, to feel like. But it makes me angry. And I'm not okay with it. Uh, and that brings me to... You... I'm gonna say this. Watch out, it's gonna hurt your ears. Motherfuckers. Had... Better... Better not... Hit me with some... The multiverse was really because it's a musical and there's multiple verses of Doctor Strange because it's a, he's singing. And that's why it's called the Multiverse of Madness because it's a crazy musical. I'm gonna... I, I, would, I would flip an entire house. I would become a professional house flipper over how angry I was at that. Uh, I would stop watching MCU movies for at least one day. I would just be broken but at that point. They better just give me the actual multiverse. And I don't mean some kitty winky, like, well, in a parallel universe. I had a taco yesterday. And that means that I farted once. And that's going to be the multiverse. I want full-on Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, put in Hugh Jackman even. Give me Ben Affleck, Daredevil. Give me Ben Affleck, Batman, even. That's, no, that, not, that, not that one. That was a joke. Uh, I want all of that. And if I don't get every single one of those things I just said, then I will give the movie a 0 out of 10 and never watch Doctor Strange again. Uh, but just, I'm, I'm scared for if they're going to fake me out again. Uh, and I, I don't know if I'll be able to handle that. And honestly, based on what we've seen on Spider-Man, it doesn't look like... Andrew Garfield and Tom Bingware are actually going to be in this one, even though they said they were. I think it's been confirmed that Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx are in this one, but that might have been like a false confirmation. And also, Tom Holland literally said that he doesn't want to play or that he doesn't look like he's going to play Spider-Man after this movie. And also said that Toby and Andrew are not in this one. But then again, Marvel lies. But then again, again, this technically isn't Marvel Studios. It's Sony. So does Sony Studios lie? I don't remember, to be honest with you. Um, but in, in review, I don't trust Tom Holland. I don't trust Sam Raimi. Uh, I don't trust anyone. Uh, that's pretty much that. Now to go on to my theories... For WandaVision episode 9, the finale, let's start off with White Vision, which if you don't know, White Vision is a, is a person in the comics. He's basically just Vision, but you know, he's been sucked, sucked dry of all character, personality, or emotion and shit. And he can sometimes, most of the time, ish is good-ish. But then it seems like they're going to be making him evil here, which I'm okay with because I don't really care. But I don't know what's going to happen. What my, what my theory is, is that Wanda and the, I'm just going to call him, fuck, colored vision. I'm sorry. Uh, 
I mean, he is, technically. The the colored Vision and Wanda are going to fight off against white Vision, probably. And also, if you were paying attention to Easter eggs, the whole cataract thing is double Vision or whatever. And now that's finally making sense because we we have two Visions. Kind of, but also not. Uh, so I think that's going to happen. They're going to fight. What I think is going to happen at the end of the fight is I think in some way, Colored Vision and White Vision are going to become one, and it's just going to be Colored Vision again, but with White Vision's body, aka his original body. And I think Vision is going to be, you know, out. Now, at that same time, I'm very well aware of the fact that Vision has a very strong likelihood of dying, especially seeing as Paul Bettany has been in the MCU for... 13 years uh, at this point. But I hope he doesn't die because there's so much more to do with him at this point. And I hope they do more stuff with him. Um, and I don't think they're going to kill him off at this point. I don't think you would have introduced White Vision if you were just going to kill him off. And also a third death. Don't know about that. I don't like that one bit. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm I'm very apprehensive. That's my theory, I guess, for how that part's going to turn out. In terms of Hayward, let's talk about some things, because it's very clear now that he's a villain. Not to mention, he lied to everybody in S.W.O.R.D. about Wanda stealing Vision's body, because it's revealed this episode that Wanda didn't steal Vision's body. She created, from scratch, a magic version of Vision, colored Vision, as we discussed earlier, so what does that mean? Because I feel like that's a that's a um, important thing. Uh, and I don't know if we're gonna get any wrap up for that, but I'm I'm honestly fine with it. I'll I'll let it go. Uh, what did I just say? I blacked out for like five seconds. Yeah, Hayward is doing crazy stuff, lying mostly, and I don't believe any word that scumbag says. And I know he's trying to create another vision, but he did that already. So what are you still doing? Like, why do you still want to, are you still going to go after Wanda? I would assume not. I would assume now Wanda's going to go after you. Like, she's going to break out from the hex and be like, all right, I'm done. But also, yeah, okay, that's fine with me. Um, I was going to bring up another complaint, but I, I sorted it out in my mind. Yeah, so they're just letting that go, maybe? Like, they're just letting the Hex go, but I don't think Wanda's gonna let them go. I think she's gonna be like, alright, I'm gonna beat you up, Hayward, and I'm gonna get my friend Darcy and Jimmy, and also my Vision, and also Monica, maybe, and we're all gonna fight Agnes, and, I mean, Agatha, and also White Vision. Uh, yeah, Hayward, I don't know. We have, like, three villains at this point. Kind of. Maybe. Even though White Vision isn't technically a villain at the current moment. Sort of. But I don't know what Hayward is, his plan is going to be or how he's going to wrap up. I feel like Hayward is going to be the villain that is done after this show. And then Agatha will probably continue to be a threat uh, through m more movies. Most notably, uh, she's probably going to show up in Doctor Strange. Cause she's another magic person. But I'm really not completely sure about that. And I'm going to stop real quick to take a quick five-minute water break because I've been talking for an hour and my time is running up. Okay, I'm back and I am continuing, I think, from where I left off, which was uh, still talking about WandaVision. And I believe I was talking about Hayward or something. So to continue on... Hayward, yeah, I feel like Hayward is going to be done after this season, and Agatha is going to remain on in Doctor Strange. And I while I'm here, I want to do another theory, or should I say, you're stupid, and this is, should not be a theory. Since the beginning of this show, people have been like, "What? who is the real villain, though? It can't just be Agatha. It's got to be somebody else, like Nightmare, or Mephisto, or many other stupid, more stupid things than that. 
Mephisto is not going to be in this show. I'm aware that in a couple days, this could be very dated. But Mephisto will not be in this show. I'm placing this bet right now. Nightmare will not be in this show. Mephisto, because it's the devil, and you know how China and many other countries are about the devil. And also, it's just way too late in the season to talk about the devil at this point. And Nightmare, because... I, I don't see what the point is of bringing him. He's basically just a weirder version of Mephisto. Um, what? Even though that's technically not true. Um, but I remember hearing rumors a while ago that Doctor Strange 2's villain was going to be Nightmare. Honestly, I don't think those rumors are true. Even if they are, I don't think we're going to see that until Doctor Strange. The most we will see is like maybe an end credit scene for episode 9 could be a hint towards Nightmare, but that's the most I think is going to happen. So I think all those theories are stupid. I think Agatha is the main villain. That's just that. Uh, I think it was way too late into the season to do the reveal anyway, but I'm going to let it slide because they, they did it pretty well. Um, Monica like photon or whatever she or spectrum i don't know what they're gonna do i would assume photon because that was her mom's name uh but they could really go either way i think she's going to help wanda obviously big crazy thing i think wanda and somewhat vision are going to mostly be fighting agatha while uh monica's taking on hayward and everything so i feel like we're gonna leave off with monica taking over sword and just setting up Captain Marvel 2, I would assume that's how it's going to go. Maybe a hint towards Miss Marvel, probably not. Um, in terms of Jimmy and Darcy, Darcy, we've already been confirmed, is going to be in another movie at some point. I don't know what movie that is or when. They haven't really announced that. But whatever it is, they're going to probably drop it here, even though I think this is not Thor, so we know it's not that one. If I were to guess, I would say she's probably going to appear in Doctor. I mean, in Fantastic Four. If I'm being completely honest with you, but I don't know. Uh, in terms of Jimmy, I want the best things for Jimmy. They will probably not give us enough time, uh, screen time for him. He will maybe get a spinoff show in the future, maybe be in one or two more movies. But that's really all I can think. He will probably be in Quantumania, like the Adam, uh, not Adam, I was going to say Adam Strange, that's not even the right universe, Ant-Man movie, he'll probably be in that one, he was in, he was in the last one, and he seems like somebody they want to keep around now, uh, but I'm not really sure, Vision, as I already said, I think he's going to combine with White Vision, and I think he's going to be able to exist at least for a while. Wanda, I'm very scared for Wanda. Uh, I don't think she's going to die. Well, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. She's not going to die. Because she's already in the next movie. Uh, I think she's going to come to terms with certain things. And not with others. I don't think she's going to be a villain. I know a lot of people were like, she's going to be a villain. Seeming as what they, like, seeing what they did this episode... And what they've done over the most of the episode of the episodes and saying a couple episodes ago, maybe I already am the villain. She's not the villain uh, at all. I think we are going to get her uh, full costume, her full comic accurate costume. And I think it's going to be some kind of robes that are similar to Agatha. And it's probably going to be tied in with her title as a Scarlet Witch, which was an interesting twist. Because that's not really how it is in the comics completely. And it's maybe saying that either she was predestined to be the Scarlet Witch, which makes her not a mutant, kind of. Or, potentially, that the Scarlet Witch has been a title that has been around for many years. And held by maybe other people. Uh, I'm not sure if they're which one they're doing. We'll see. Uh, rest in peace, Magneto, ever being in this. Also... Episode 9, Paul Bettany's been saying that he's going to work with some big cameo actor. I don't know what's it, what, what that is going to be. I heard somebody saying online, I don't remember who, and I'm sorry because I would give credit. 
that it was Paul Bettany's going to be working with the wonderful actor Paul Bettany, and the cameo is from White Vision, and I don't think that's true, and even if it is, I will strangle Paul Bettany until his eyes pop out, because don't play with me like that. Who do I think it's going to be? I think there's a very high chance that it could be somebody from Fantastic Four, uh, just because that's coming out sooner than you think. And they've already done some minor Easter eggs for it. Uh, other people I think it could be. Magneto is obviously a big one it could be. But at this point I don't think that's going to happen. Other people. I I honestly don't know other than that. There's not many other people I can think of. And there's not a ton of other people I could think it being. Uh, I feel like it has to be during the end. And it has to be interacting with Vision in some sort because he said he worked with him or her and I thought he said it was him but I don't really remember um so it could really just be any of that any character really or any character that is established or isn't established I'm not really sure but I'm excited to see I'm, I'm really just they can do whatever they want and I'll be happy with it um I think that's mostly it. I'm just excited for the finale, just to see how all this ends. And I guess that's all I have to say. Uh, and on that note, I guess I've gone longer than I thought I was going to be able to. I guess that's kind of the end of this first ever episode of Paul's Pod. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. If you did, subscribe or leave a review or whatever this is. Whatever you do on your uh, your pod catcher i think they're called of your choice uh i know on my particular one the one i use google podcasts there's not really a way to leave any thing was thank you for listening uh subscribe wherever you can or review or whatever you need to to show me how much you love it or hate it honestly i would understand why you would hate this i hate it as well uh Tell me if you liked it somehow. I don't know how to get in touch with me. I'll set it up at some point. Uh, Another episode should be out this time next week or maybe earlier. Thank you again for watching. Goodbye.